Hello and welcome to FitLife Radio, the place where you can learn a little bit more about how your body works and find new ways to improve your health. I'm your host Petyu and I hope to provide you with as much valuable information and inspire you to become a better version of yourself. Okay, let's go. What is up ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of FitLife Radio. The best place where you can learn a lot of stuff and hopefully uh, the place that helps you improve and helps you get better. So guys, today's episode is going to be uh, more of a guide um, because uh, like recently I see more and more people deciding to take a turn towards exercising and that makes me very very happy um, people are realizing that lifting weights and getting stronger uh, it's it's kind of a good thing uh, it's finally related to um, there are a lot of researches and it's finally we're finally relating like lifting weights and getting stronger or building some muscles or uh, engaging in the regular activities uh, to be quite beneficial for our health uh, and actually fighting with certain diseases or um, you know making it easy to find fight certain invaders so uh, i'm pretty happy to see that it it's getting more accessible both for men and women and i see more and more people in the gyms i see more and more people trying to to improve so that makes me very happy however um, as much as it makes me happy it kind of brings a, a certain dose of concern because sometimes when we decide to change and especially when it comes to exercises we usually go to the extreme kind of like no pain no gain mentality and we approach exercises uh, not as healthy as we should so um, i'm concerned that people that want to start are going to uh, you know, get attracted to some crazy classes uh, for burning a lot of calories or they're just like the lack of knowledge and um, experience is going to make them uh, rely on some YouTube workouts or Instagram model workouts and like when you're not ready yet to do a lot of those heavy high intensity workouts I think it's gonna be more detrimental than than you think so that's why I decided to kind of um, first of all like there is a blog that I wrote on this subject and I decided that I should make a podcast about it and actually try to educate you guys and actually try to create um, your first workout routine uh, I'm going to give you examples I'm going to give you uh, like a lot of kind of info why we should do those exercises and I'm going to try to design something for the general population but by all means I don't want you to believe that this is uh, the 100% the most effective workout like this is more of a guide how you can create your workout um, just so uh, it's very effective 
just so you don't overtrain and you don't like um, injure yourself or uh, and also like how to not burn out as well because a lot of the time in the big times in the beginning when we start working out we tend to go um, to the extreme we tend to work out crazy and we usually burn out and we stop seeing results so that's why i want to make this guide and i want you to use this guide as a way of like a whole year of consistent workout uh, in order for you to see the changes because a lot of time if i just give you a crazy workout you might see some changes for the first month but then you burn out and you just decide that you should switch like the goal here is that like i consider that uh, people listening this uh, are very very beginners they're just starting uh, they're just convinced to go to the gym and they don't know what to do they, they've never done those exercises before or any exercises or lifting weight before so i do want to create some some sort of a guide which people can follow and they can get consistent results for a whole year rather than risking to injure themselves and burning out after a month or two of exercises so um, first things first uh, i think when it comes to lifting weight um, and just in general you know starting something new starting to go to the gym making it consistent uh, making it a habit um, in my experience i find that it's very important to be very honest and realistic about it and to ask yourself how many days can you realistically commit to training at the gym for one year ahead? So uh, oftentimes when we are very, very, uh, you know, motivated in the beginning, we just uh, go crazy, we go extreme and we're like, okay, I'm going to go five days a week or six days a week. I'm going to exercise every single day. Uh, I have loads of energy. I have loads of calories to burn. I'm going to smash myself every single day. This is the today's goal, New Year's resolution, uh, this year's goal, whatever. I'm going to work out like crazy. Well, the the reality is that, yes, we do start, even though we start a bit more uh, enthusiastic, uh, we usually tend to kind of like fall or like um, kind of like we, we demotivate ourselves. Uh, because these are not realistic expectations like nobody can go five days to the gym every single day for a whole year or for their entire life unless this is the thing that they do for a living right so um, what I like to start with people and actually this is what I used to do um, with clients as well it was like because they were kind of ready okay i'm going to work out five days a week i would like to uh i would like you to to guide me five days a week i'm like no 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 like let's start from the beginning let's start with the very 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 beginning and ask yourself how many days can you do it forever like can you train uh five days a week forever for the rest of your life or for one year well i don't know maybe not really okay what about four days still kind of a bit too much uh, um you know well uh, but i do want to work out well then what about three days do you have a lot of stuff to do uh are you very busy at work uh, do you work 12 hours a day well 
yes and i'm often very tired well then okay maybe we should start with one day a week or maybe we should start with two days a week and see how that goes like usually somewhere between one to three days which are the most effective like first because we do need time to recover second because we do need uh consistency but we cannot allow ourselves to burn out and uh, use all our motivation and energy for for the gym right because sooner or later if we just focus all our energy for five days a week training we're going to not have enough energy for the rest because like guys like you gotta understand that like if we have a routine every single day for and we've been following this routine for the past year changing it completely and adding a like a whole hour of exercises every single day it's a huge thing it's a huge stress it's a huge change and we have to like really spend a lot of energy and effort doing it so yes consistency is a key to make it a habit but let's start very slow let's not stress the body too much so uh in long term we can actually start increasing because if we start with five days a week and we adapt then what's then what's next six days seven days working out two two days um two twice per per day working out three days uh three times per day that's quite a lot so let's start with one or twice get some results and then have room to maneuver and maybe after we can consistently go two times a day uh, two times a week excuse me to the gym maybe we can add another day and see how that works so ask yourself this uh and uh, you know if it's one day it's one day if it's two days it's two days uh, just like but i would recommend start maximum three days working out even though you're very determined to lift weights just start three days um and try to make it a habit uh if it's not enough after a month or two you can increase it if you have loads of energy and stuff but i would say really um two or three days of exercising your whole body over the course of one year especially being a beginner uh will serve you way better than five days of some sort of classic bodybuilding routine or following like youtube workouts because guys it's either three days um, every week for the entire year of consistent changes and improvement or five days random workouts uh, every week and then you know maybe after two months well this is not for me i'm just gonna i'm gonna try something else so yep let's presume that we figured it out let's presume that um we decided how many days we want to work out and let's say that we're going to work out two or three days at max or maximum now let's see what kind of exercises we should focus doing or focus on doing because this is actually what matters when we go to the gym once or twice we need to we need to know what to do so i would say use the big four focus on those like we call them the big four because there is a reason for that these are this is the squat the deadlift the overhead press and the chest press 
Now, I want to say that there's so many other exercises that you can do. I want to like I want to uh, clarify the fact uh, that these are not uh, like I'm not saying or trying to make a case that these are the best and only movements that you can do. Uh, but as a beginner, those four are going to serve you much more than any other sort of exercises. Like, guys, trust me, um, if you just want to get stronger, if you want to improve your weight, um, yeah, like your weight measures, you know, if you want to uh, improve your lifestyle as well and just get better at the stuff, uh, you should be doing those four and you should be trying to get uh, to learn those four lifts because guys let me tell you something every single day we incorporate those four moves in our lifestyle so we don't do bicep curls or tricep extension or some sort of ab curls or plank every single day but what we do every single day is we do squat we go down and sit and we stand up. This is a variation of squat. We do deadlift. Deadlift is a hip hinge. So we bend over and pick up something from the ground. We bend over to brush our teeth. We bend over to take something from the lower, uh, the low drawers or something from under the sink. So every single day we incorporate those two. Overhead press. Well, overhead press is putting something above our head. How many times during the day that happens? I would say a lot. And like, at least for me, uh, I'm asked to change a light bulb. I'm asked to put clothes uh, like on the like top uh, shelves or I'm asked to put some books or to bring down those books. We have quite a lot of shelves above um, our like in our kitchen. So oftentimes we store products and and stuff there. So I have to take a glass so I reach overhead. I have to take a flower or something and I reach overhead. So again, this is something. Chest press. Oftentimes we have to push something forward. And this is a variation of chest press. Whenever we push or press something forward, we are using mostly our chest muscles and yes, our triceps, our shoulders as well, but mostly chest. These are not only the biggest lifts that we incorporate every single day, but these lifts also incorporate the biggest muscle groups and the most amount of joints in our body. And let me tell you, this is how most of the workouts are based on upon those four lifts. So as a complete beginner, trying to learn those skills, it will mean so much it will improve so much you will not only improve your overall strength um, they will teach you stability proper core activation because let me tell you something like squat is not an easy exercise a lot of time people have um, limitations a lot of time like deadlift is not an easy exercise neither especially when you have to pick something from the floor and here it here comes the beauty of it Try to learn it as a skill. Try to perfect it. Don't just try to, to do a squat as a movement or something. Like, try to 
learn the skill of it and this will teach you a lot of stability a proper core activation uh, correct movement patterns and they will also substitute your everyday life so what else could you possibly want like those uh those exercises are also uh, compound lifts as we like to say and the compound lifts are the ones that are building the most amount of muscles now uh, if you want me to clarify it let me tell you a quick story um, when i started working out i was trying different routines for like one or two months and i was trying to gain muscles in general i was trying to get bigger back and bigger shoulders and bigger everything pretty much and there was a time when i was doing quite a lot of bicep curls like it was a a very staple move to train arms to train biceps and triceps and i thought that this is the way for me to get bigger arms because i didn't really have them and um a friend of mine convinced me to try a workout routine which was consisting only of bench press pull-ups and squats that was it it was kind of a circuit training it was pretty rough but this was the only three move that i was uh, uh like i focused on and guess what bench press is chest press squat is squat obviously and pull-up is um, a sort of pulling exercise which is uh incorporated incorporating back muscles uh, and i would consider it's another one of those um, compound lifts that you should be doing but however it's it's just it's just harder to learn the pull-up when you're a beginner uh, but i happen to to know how to do pull-up and had a decent strength so this is what i did well after a month i saw my arms which by the way i did not exercise my arms got bigger my biceps and triceps got bigger from not doing or training arms so um you know my point here was that training the, uh, on fo- and focusing on those big lifts it's more likely that going to substitute not only your daily life but also substitute to building more muscles overall in your whole body because even though like doing chest press is going to work primarily on your uh, chest it's also going to incorporate a lot of shoulder uh, work a lot of triceps as well Um, overhead it's pulling it's essentially a pull so biceps are pulling your uh, shoulders also can pull or they stabilize the lift so even though you're not necessarily exactly working on those muscles you are going to improve them uh quite a lot by just doing those exercises and speaking of a te- of technique uh, because i did mention that it's very important uh to to do it with the right intent uh, i'm suggesting those variation uh, and there but there are a lot more variations that you can do and in fact here i'm going to go over some of them because Uh, the reality is that squats or deadlifts or overhead press or chest press those like those four lifts are quite hard 
Um, if you are a complete beginner and you're not working with a personal trainer or at least you don't have a friend that's been working out for a while and you cannot count on them to correct your form, um, it's, it's going to be very, very possible that those uh, exercises are either impossible for you to do or to go to those positions or you do them incorrectly. So, um, if you do them incorrectly, I highly suggest you use mirrors. You ask someone to record you and then you judge your technique uh, or ask someone to just correct your technique uh, because it's highly important for those exercises to be done correctly because every exercise is a tool and if it's done or used incorrectly, it can cause a lot of damage. So um, I'm going to go over those the ways of improving each of those in uh, a little bit later on but for now if you can if you can't do yet those exercises the goal should be that you are trying to find a way to do those exercises you know what i mean so um, let's say you cannot do squat you can do box squats or you can do uh like lunges the point here by me saying squats or deadlift or chest press is that you like the ultimate goal of yours should be to uh, become good at those exercises but if you cannot do them right now you should do some variations of those exercises in order for you to uh, gain the same benefits so, because after all like you are in the gym because you want to improve your technique or improve your strength and you just want to exercise and if you cannot do those exercises here are a lot of other options that you can do so squat is a great lower body exercise it's a great muscle building exercise for uh, the lower body for the legs for the butt even for the back if i have to be honest it's a great way to incorporate your core and use it to uh like to balance and stabilize but if you cannot do squat just do box squats or do um, lunges you can do reverse lunges walking lunges side lunges all of those are going to incorporate the same muscles that the squat is incorporating but just the squat is going to give you the loudest muscle building signal and that's why you should be aiming for if you like try to do squat without any weights see if you can or if you cannot and then if you can't do squat uh, go back and try to use those other exercises such as lunge or box squat but then the ultimate goal would be to you to gain enough strength and mobility which we're going to talk about a bit later on and get to be able to do squat a deadlift variation could be Romanian deadlift, it could be good mornings, it could be single leg deadlift, it could be trap bar deadlift if you don't have the mobility for the normal bar, it can be dumbbell deadlift, it could be rack pulls as well if you don't have the ability to go that deep. Um, but deadlift is a hip hinge and hip hinge is something that it has to be learned. So try good mornings um, maybe try rack pulls first then you can try to go to the trap bar 
and you can then incorporate like the proper deadlift technique again there's a lot of mobility exercises guys and the goal is not to just do deadlift the goal is to do some variation of deadlift until you're able to do deadlift yourself until you learn how to properly activate those muscles and do it correctly um, moving on to the chest press you have a lot of variations here as well chest press is essentially pressing something forward uh, which can be push-ups or any push-up variation it could be wall push-up if you don't have uh, enough strength yet it could be knee push-up then you can move to a normal push-up um, you can use the bar dumbbell chest press it's slightly uh, harder than the bar chest press that's why I would say if you're a complete beginner try to not uh, like either use a very very low uh, weight or just use the bar instead just because uh, if you don't have the right technique for doing dumbbell chest press it would be kind of hard for you to to get into the right position and to actually activate the right muscles and this is finally what we're looking for again activating the chest and the, the muscles that push something away from our body um, a great way to start is actually negative push-ups uh, because it's a great way to build a lot of strength in those muscles um, and uh, it's a great way to start actually like building this strength is going to slowly uh, improve your stability and your uh, your strength in the joints and in the muscles and then you will be able to use that strength uh, you know as your chest pressing or whatever overhead press is another big one there uh, i highly recommend you uh, start and to do and again overhead press is a hard exercise it requires a lot of overhead mobility which by the way a lot of people don't have or struggle with just because um, most of the time we kind of like stay sitting we don't really uh, practice a lot of overhead pressing so if you start I would say maybe do a Z press start with a Z press because that's a great way to um, practice overhead mobility or maybe you can sit on a medicine ball and do overhead presses or even you can do medicine ball like um like you can do um you can stand up and you can grab a medicine ball which is quite heavy for a ball but it's just a weird shaped object and you can try to press and stabilize it um this is going to help you build a lot of strength in the stabilizer muscles and is going to teach you a proper technique but then you can move to uh, you can use kettlebell overhead press or dumbbell overhead press or single arm overhead press with dumbbells or kettlebells and then the ultimate would be a barbell overhead press uh, again it requires quite a lot of mobility uh, overhead mobility and proper technique so that's why uh, I recommend really uh, like do some of those variations if you can't perform overhead press and even if you can it's not gonna uh, hurt you if you try to do some mobility and um, speaking of mobilities I think it's highly important to incorporate them because now we talked about those four exercises 
or a variation of those four exercises in each workout, which uh, if we do a variation of each of those exercises, we're going to incorporate or use all of our muscles in the body in one workout. So I think it's quite important to also incorporate some sort of mobility exercises, which are going to help you get a better muscle activation um, and go are going to teach you proper positions and activate better muscle uh, better some muscles which um, you need in order to get into a proper squat position so let's say let's say we give a squat example uh, a lot of the time the problems with squatting is that you have limited ankle mobility uh, you like you your glutes are not as active as they should be so therefore your knees getting are, are getting like to cave in oftentimes you don't have a good also um, a base support of your feet so they also pronate or they tend to roll kind of inwards um, so Doing some mobility exercises such as 1990, for example, or like some butterfly hip bridge or just like hip bridges is going to set your muscles um, for success. They're going to activate the right muscles. And then when you start doing squat and then you, you uh, think about the proper technique and where you're feet should be and how your feet should look like and where your knees should be and which muscles you should feel being active uh, those mobility exercises are going to be great for that reason so again like doing some hip mobilities and some 1990s some like some of those drills are going to help you really you know get the most out of the squat uh, because let's say you can do squat but you don't have uh, enough depth and you can only go to parallel uh, or to 90 degree squat well that's great it's a great start and if you cannot go further you shouldn't even try because that's going to be more dangerous for you but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do some mobility exercises that can slightly increase the depth of your squat, which means that you're going to get most out of that exercise. Another great example could be an overhead press. Um, let's say you cannot put your arms perfectly straight above your head uh, because you experience some sort of shoulder pain. Uh, so what you can do is you can do some prone cobra uh, to strengthen your upper back muscles. Um, you can do a prayer stretch to improve thoracic spine mobility um, and this way you are going to be able to get into better positions overhead and when you actually uh, try to learn the overhead press these are going to be very effective moves which are going to help you with that so Mobility defects, guys. Uh, I talked a lot. Uh, I talked a lot of um, about mobility in their like previous episode, and I have quite a lot of blogs as well. But the reason why we don't um, why we don't have enough mobility is because the simple rule of if you don't use it, you lose it. So uh, as kids, we 
are 100% able to squat down fully, uh, like we say, as to grass, and be able to stay in that position for days. But as we, for days, excuse me, for, uh, you know, for some time, uh, but as we grow and as we get older, we are going to those positions less often. Uh, we often sit instead of like being squat, like in a squatted position. Um, so we lose the ability to reach those uh, those depths or those ranges of motion. Another thing could be like uh, the overhead press. Like how long, how many times do we actually put our head, uh, hands overhead and perfectly straight uh, in, a, in a perfect like straight line? How often do we engage our scapulas when we uh, when we move? In fact. Oftentimes we sit all day long, we slouch kind of forward uh, and roll our shoulders, which elevates our scapulas and decrease the amount of space we have in the shoulder joint. So if we decide by any chance to do the shoulder press, we are limited because our scapulas are all day long where they shouldn't be. And they are limited our mobility. Like, our mobility yeah and our ranges of motion so i recommend that uh, you do at least one mobility exercise prior to each lift so let's say uh, like try to identify the limits so for example if you have no hip pain when you do squats if you can go uh, you know to those positions if uh, you can stretch and you can go pretty deep but you can feel that somehow uh, your ankle mobility is limiting you from going deeper or controlling the squat properly, then you should do some ankle mobility exercises. If you feel that, uh, like I said, you cannot fully go to overhead position properly, you should do something like prone cobra where you should, you know, which is going to help you with uh, with with this. And if you still can't do the right uh you know let's say you you do prone cobra but you still can't do um overhead press well you can do z press or you can do something else and prone cobra is still going to promote better muscle activation regardless so yes like i said the goal should be to go and be able to do overhead press or one of those four mobile like um proper um exercises but like a variation of them is going to be great and combined with any sort of mobility exercises for those it's going to be great so um yeah i recommend doing at least one like i said appropriate mobility drill prior to each of those four lifts and that will ensure not only that your body is going to get better but you're going to be prepared for for the practice and um, if you're further motivated you can do some mobilities on your off days for example like let's say you are limited with your hips and um, you know doing 90-90 it's quite nice and you feel great uh, after it, uh, it, it alleviates some hip pain and you're able to squat better, um, then why not practicing it uh, one or twice on your off days? Like, 
that's still going to uh, con ensure consistent improvement and healthy moving body you know so um, I think it's a quite quite um, extensive and quite nice workout already and we are going to try to um, actually why not let me give you an example of a full body workout routine let's say you're doing it twice or three times per week um, so I want to stress that this is just an example and every every person is different so it doesn't mean that you should be doing exactly the same thing it should follow exactly the same uh, workout uh, but I'll, that's what I said it's an example it's a guide that you can change according to your standards your limitations and your abilities in order for you to get uh, you know to the right goals so uh, with that being clear let's begin let's see the example of a workout so we need to have like i said four at least four big lifts such as squat deadlift chest press overhead press or any variation of them so for each of those we also add a mobility exercise according to our limitations again that is just an example so um let's say the first exercise is going to be squat if it's not squat it could be something else but before doing squat or any sort of like lower body exercises we're going to do a mobility exercises or two mobility exercises why not so we're going to practice 90 90 and then we're going to practice box squat now maybe we should spend more time at 90-90 and just to do one set of box squat to get started to get the nervous system kind of get going but this is an example of how it could work in fact even if I until today uh, I have some limitation with the squat but I would say I've been practicing it for a while and I can do squat I still do uh, one or two sets of those exercises those mobility ones before every time I every time before I squat because it just helps me get into a better position it helps me uh, activate the muscles that I want to activate um, let's say the next one is deadlift so we're going to do dead bug dead bug is going to activate our core is going to really um, allow us to connect uh, with our core and be able to activate it while our hands or legs being in a different position that's a great exercise not only for deadlift but it's going to be great for deadlift and another one could be good mornings good mornings is uh, practicing that perfect hip hinge position ideally with some sort of weight in your body usually before every single uh, deadlift I do not every single deadlift but before every single time before I do deadlift I would do one set of around 10 to 15 good mornings with just the bar on my uh, on my shoulders and that helps me get into the right position and promotes that um, that better position uh, but again it could be something else it doesn't mean that those two are going to be your type of ones this is just one that I think it's quite quite good to be doing even on a 
on a regular basis. Another one, we go to do chest press. Well, for chest press, we should uh, activate our scapula. So we should do a scapula pull on a pull-up bar. Uh, this is going to um, put our scapulas in a better position. It's going to activate our muscles, uh, which are supposed to pull the scapulas down and put them in the right position. Uh, which also, in fact, is going to help us with overhead press. But for now, let's focus on the chest press. Uh, then another exercise, it could be handcuff with rotation. Handcuffs with rotation is a great shoulder warm-up and shoulder mobility exercise, which uh, again activates all those muscles and help you uh, get into a better position for the chest press. Now, a lot of the times, even though we know that we should go to a certain position before we do chest press, we struggle to activate and feel those muscles. So those two exercises are going to be great for promoting this uh, and actually engaging those muscles. And the last one, guys, it could be overhead press or any other variation of overhead press. And like I said, we can do prayer stretch, uh, which is quite nice because it's going to open up that thoracic region, it's going to lengthen and stretch the... Um, our lats which are often very tight and limit us from getting into that overhead position plus we can do a good exercise for engaging our upper uh, back uh, traps and our uh, rear shoulders it's called YTWL um, it's uh, essentially it's a mobility exercise where we are actively trying to engage those muscles by uh, imagining that we are uh, creating those letters with our hands. So if you lift your hands above and you can go and like put them slightly to the side, you can go to a Y and you know you can look like the letter Y. Then you can bring your hands down um, kind of like parallel to the ground or to the floor and you can create... Uh, the letter T, then from there you can really exaggerate and go to the letter L uh, and uh, the letter L is just like you being, uh, you know, your arms being straight next to your body uh, but then you, um, you bend at the elbows and you get into the, those kind of like 90 degrees position and each of your arms can uh, look like the letter L from there you can really exaggerate that pulling back and then going down into the W position and this is just a great exercise which is going to activate all those um, those muscles like those uh, prior to each of those four exercises I really recommend doing one or two sets of one of those or two Two of those mobility exercises and that's going to help you quite a lot that's really going to help you a lot at activating and getting in a better position and um, like also like this this body weight uh, this body weight exercise is going to be quite taxing quite uh, like quite hard for your nervous system so I want to stress two things um, I want to say practice the move not the lift uh, because like you know our goal should be to practice 
like each exercise is a skill guys uh, I recently in my Instagram gave an example with like the basketball uh, player so imagine that two people are trying to learn how to do basketball and they're very like new to basketball they're trying to learn to shoot um, you know like the ball one of them is really trying to practice it as a skill he's trying to improve it he's trying to think of the position of her like his body like the spreading the fingers putting the elbow closer or supporting uh, thinking of a trajectory and you know whatever you can think of just like that person is looking at this as a skill and trying to improve it the other person is just simply shooting the ball randomly and hoping for any sort of success now yes both of those people are going to improve but one who is really practicing and looking at as a skill is going to uh, like it's going to get far more results and it's going to get better much faster so that's why I said um, practice the move not the lift because uh, you know practice the move of deadlifting practice the move of hip hinging practice the move of going like bending at your hips safely while controlling all the move and lifting and you know um, just controlling the weight or maybe we can take an example uh, with the squat so do three to five sets five to ten reps or repetition but make sure you do them slow and control with intent think about the position of your like of like the position of your body think about the distribution of weight on your on your feet think about getting as strong as possible but not with adding more weight but at controlling the weight that you are currently lifting you see what I mean? So in other words, if you can squat with 50 kilos, that doesn't mean that you should immediately put 60 on the bar or 70. Uh, it should mean that like, you don't put more weight until you are 100% confident that you, can, that you can squat with this weight uh, perfectly and nothing can happen. So, you know, if you're like until you make sure that you are very very confident with the weight that you're squatting right now and you control the move you control the the weight and uh, not the weight controls you then you can safely say okay i'm gonna increase the weight but until then practice the move not the lift um, then um, try to do this workout two or to three days a week with at least one rest day in between like i said these exercises are pretty heavy they're pretty hard for your nervous system and i know that even though i stress a lot practicing the move and the technique you are probably going to try to lift more uh, i hope you don't i don't want you to lift as much i want you to lift uh, correctly i want you to like i said not um, focus on the lift but focus on the move however just the workout in itself just those four heavy moves are pretty taxing for your nervous system so i would say uh, rest uh, get at least one or two days rest in between so if you do monday then 
the next workout should not be Tuesday, but should be like at least maybe Wednesday or even Thursday. So that's why I said one or like from one to three times. Actually, with this workout, I would say try like it's going to be super hard for someone very motivated to start working out very uh, like with least less intensity, but more frequency. So that's why I would say do it two times a day, uh, two times a week, excuse me. And then when you get better, you can just increase. But for now, really uh, make sure you get enough rest. Okay. Um, it's super important. And uh, yeah, like another thing I want to mention is that don't train to until failure because training until failure guys is it's very often uh, especially when we're super motivated in the beginning especially when we uh, want to improve a lot training until failure is going to be there it's going to uh, be at least once we're going to feel stressed we're going to feel motivated we're going to uh, have some more coffee maybe that day and we are going to try our best we're going to maybe hear our best song or favorite song and maybe we're gonna put purposely a great song which can motivate us to lift more um, so I want to say like I cannot like I'm guilty of that too sometimes I do like to train till failure sometimes I do like to feel this as well uh, so ego lifting is something very very common it's very uh, you know it's something that happens all the time so no matter how much I try to improve or to, to teach you not to do it you will never do it anyway or you will still try you know to uh, to lift to lift more this is this is just our nature uh, the only thing I can say guys and I'm gonna stop there uh, if you look at the way Olympic and or power lifters train uh, you will be surprised to find out that they never train till failure so Olympic or power lifters they practice the move uh, with like maximum of 70% of their one rep max so in other words they never test the maximum they can lift they never try to lift as heavy as possible they try to uh, the only time they lift as heavy as possible in fact is at competition most of the time in fact always Olympic lifters and power lifters they train to improve and perfect the technique because I tell you what if you can uh, if you get if you can squat with 50 kilos but over the course of one month you get even better at squatting with 50 kilos you can safely put 70 and squat once or twice uh, but if you can kind of squat with 50 kilos uh, and then decide to go at 60 well you may squat but you are going to overtrain and speaking of overtraining guys this is something that i've been saying all the time and i'm also guilty of it uh, like under training is going to give you some results but overtraining is going to give you none like I'm, i cannot stress that enough but trust me olympic or power lifters 
they are extremely strong and they never train till failure. Um, any elite athletes are extremely strong, but they never train till failure. They never overtrain because they do know that overtraining is going to tax like it is better for performance and for longevity and for anything in fact it is better to not train to failure it is better to have some um, uh, like more kind of like energy in your tank uh, rather than using it all all the time so Try to not train to failure and you will be surprised of your um, your results. Anyway, moving to the last point, guys, I want to say that, okay, let's say we train two or three times a day, uh, a week. Again, I'm saying two or three times a day. What's wrong with me? Like, I do want to train. It is true. I am addicted to exercises, but three times a day, that's a lot. Anyway, let's say we do three workouts per week and uh, like we need to rest right so recovery is quite important and we just said it like recovery is far more important because actually we grow when we sleep when we recover we don't grow muscles when we uh, use them so um, the best way to facilitate recovery the best way to get rid of the muscle soreness the best way to uh, to to recover faster is to actually be active and I know that you, it doesn't seem very, um, I mean, I know it doesn't seem very productive because yes, when you work out, you damage some muscles and then you recover. And the meaning of recovery means that you recover the muscles, right? But that doesn't mean that we should stay in bed and sleep all the time. Like the, like, the beauty or the, the trick is to keep that muscle active all the time so we train our legs for example monday super hard not super hard but like we train our legs we squatted that was hard for the legs or for and for the nervous system now instead of laying down or all day or sitting all day the next day we should try to do some of the mobility exercises that we did before or we should just try to walk and be active this is going to promote uh, much faster recovery and also guys like um, you know I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you a story that uh, like we used to we used to, I mean look we used to think that training every single day is not great and you know if we train Monday if we train Monday let's say you know it's a classic bodybuilders kind of uh, routine so monday we train chest tuesday we train um back thursday we train legs or and something like this so once a day so uh, we, we we used to think that we should hammer our legs or chest or whatever once per week and then wait until they recover and next week hammer them again uh, the more frequently we use uh those muscles the faster they grow uh, so the goal here is not to um, train until failure monday and wait until we recover and train until failure again next monday the goal is to train 50 percent with monday 50 percent um, 
Wednesday and then 50% Friday. Because check this out. If we train 100% Monday and then wait until next week, we're going to be training 100% only for that week. But what if we train 50% Monday, 50% uh, Wednesday and another 50% Friday? We're going to be trained 150%. Like I recently went to uh, a workshop for glass make making and the way you make glass is basically, uh, you know, it's it's such a interesting actually practice, but there's those long, not so heavy sticks, but you have to spin and kind of like, like you have to spin them all the time. The guys like, there was one person who was working there for five years uh, and he had quite impressive like forearms, but like the guy who was working there for 18 years, like he didn't have a like a bodybuilder's bodybuilder body or anything like that but his his forearms his forearms were so like you could see that it looked like some sort of like a like a arm wrestler you know like because every single day he was rolling 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 and using those those muscles he had developed a great arms like i would also never forget this is another story but <laughs> like when i was young we used to i used to work with uh, some people from my grandfather's company and there was one guy who was a builder all all his life and he had those massive forearms and very ripped arms as well so once i asked him like were you a bodybuilder before or something? And he laughed at me like, why are you laughing? Like, uh, look at your arms. They're extremely ripped and they're so huge. And he had a huge strength in them as well. And he was like, no, I was just using hammer all my life. Like I was hitting uh, nails all my life. And all after that, uh, removing them or, you know, I was using this like my my forearms all my life and that's that that's how it works so guys using this it's it, it's a it's just a great story i think to to you know to complement what i'm trying to say here is like don't overtrain use those more frequently but um also make sure you rest enough like Train frequently with less weight. That's going to be great. Like the last tip I have for you guys on the rest days is that not only on the rest days, but actually this is another exercise that you can incorporate because so far, yes, those exercises are going to be great uh, for overall improving, you know, strength and stability and everything. But like there is one exercise in particular that I love to do and you can do it in your rest days. In fact, uh, I would like if you don't do anything to at least practice this exercise on the re your rest days. Um, and this exercise is called Turkish get up. Um, trust me, this is a full body movement. Uh, it's the best mobility exercise someone can do, honestly. If you don't do anything, just do this exercise. 
it literally works the entire body. Uh, it challenges rotation, coordination, stability, and overall mobility. Like if you make it a part of your routine, if you make it, uh, you know, a part of your rest day routine, if you do it like once or twice on your rest day or just once a day or just like once a week at least practice it but practice it because guys if you research it like turkish get up it's a pretty hard exercise honestly it's like it's the hardest like i would say for me is the hardest exercise to learn because it incorporates a lot of moves honestly like it literally means that you are laying down on the floor on your back and you have to stand up in a particular way uh, with your with one of your hands lift overhead it's usually it's performed with weight I don't ask you to do it with weight if you get better you can put some weight but guys like one rep is enough to make you sweat honestly check it out Turkish get up it's one of the best mobility exercises that you can do period so incorporate it somehow and you will see great great results um like as you progress guys you can start manipulating weights and sets and reps and rest periods you can add more movement you can um you know add more exercises so you can try different variations you can add more uh workouts per week um it just you keep improving that's it uh with with this blog or with this uh podcast right now i didn't want to say that uh you know this is the best workout routine for everyone my goal here guys was that uh if you follow this especially as a beginner for one year you are going to improve so much uh like if someone hires me as uh, his or her personal trainer this is pretty much what i'm gonna be doing for at least a year if they really believe in me uh, and because i do believe that all those movements are going to be highly beneficial not only for building more muscles building more strength in their body and uh, just making them look good but in fact also those exercises are going to help them uh, or be a great substitute for their daily life like i said if you can squat with uh, 50 kilos on your back picking up your kid from the ground is gonna be a piece of cake if you can lift 20 kilos overhead with proper mobility proper um you know proper body position and and, and all like lifting your suitcase in an overhead department in your airplane is gonna be a piece of cake you know what i mean so all those stuff are going to be extremely beneficial for your daily life tasks just because being stronger means being healthier and being healthier it doesn't mean uh, we are crazy fanatics that we go and work out three hours every single day no it's simply enough to it's simply yeah, it's simply enough to go like once or twice a week to the gym, maybe three times to the gym and practice those moves. Make sure you get better at those exercises and like 
add the Turkish getup and you will be blown away with the with the success and with the um, with the progress you can make for for one year so this is I would say I would consider this the very foundation the very baseline and from there you can improve so much just like a house guys like don't start with crazy workouts um, from your favorite YouTube bodybuilder or uh, you know with don't try your favorite but like booty workouts uh, from Instagram or whatever um, this there is time and place for everything but just like when you start building a house you don't start from the roof or you don't start decorating until you actually build the entire house this is pretty much the same like start creating and building the foundations of your house of your body for one year like with this type of workouts and trying to improve those type of movements and then when you get better you can then improve upon that and you can start decorating and chiseling your body and working on biceps or triceps or traps or like 500 other small muscles in your body which you can improve and get them looking better but those foundational stuff are just like the they're the foundation they're the base for more energy less pain and overall health uh, so there you have it this is the guys for uh, the guide for beginners uh, beginner lifters and I would like to I would like to see more and more people actually practicing those because uh, you know funny enough there are more there are a lot of people that are trying to do exercises without being able to feel them even uh, you know the right muscles and they don't realize that if they just focus on simple squats they're going to build the greatest legs ever. Much better than if they do uh, the hip thrust with a lot of weights and just feel pain in their lower back. So um, try it, see if it works, and I hope you find it valuable. Um, with that being said, guys, thank you so much again for watching, uh, for uh, also listening, because yeah, this podcast is soon going to be in YouTube. Um, if you like the information I provide you, feel free to go to my website and like check out all the rest of the free resources I've got. You can also check out the blog, it's going to be in the description down below. But you can check out all the other blogs that I have, which are... They cover quite a lot of subjects uh, when it comes to training and eating and exercising and just living healthy. So if you're interested, go and check it out. Um, you can also find me in Instagram and Facebook. Just simply search Fit Life Blueprints and you will find it. Um, thank you so much for being part of this one more time. Um, I hope you have a great week. I hope you crush your goals. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning to FitLife Radio. I hope you learned something useful or at least had a bit of color to your commute. If you enjoyed the show, please share the love by introducing it to friends and family. And if you don't mind, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you for your support and until next time, stay fit.